<laughs> and we're live. Amari, repeat after me. I am. I am a revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to welcome you all to episode ninety nine of the Wolf Ticks podcast. Your host, of course, me, Randy, and the great Amari. What's going on with you, man? Chilling, bro, man. What's up with you, man? I cannot complain. You know, uh, I guess I could, but really wouldn't make a difference. What do you think of 2021 so far, man? Um, I realize you got to fall in love with, like, not the struggle, but you have to, like, fall in love with, like, change. What you mean? Like, you know, you just can't worry and trip off of things, man, because it can it's always going to change. Even if the best of things are going to get worse, the worst things are going to get better, you know, and it's like you got to figure out a way. Well, me personally, man, I've been trying to figure out a way to, like, you know, just, I don't know, man, like, keep it keep it calm in all situations and just, you know, know that things will change. Okay. Okay. Um, better, worse, or too early to tell when compared to 2020? Um, in terms of what? Just everything? Yeah, it's in general. I mean, it's a small sample. It's only been two months. So, I mean, it's... I don't know. I think it's gonna. I think it's. Uh, I think it's worse. Damn, worse? Really? Why so? <laughs> I think it's worse because what do we have to look forward? Like look forward to, like the same stuff. That we <laughs> God damn, Mark. <laughs> like, a, like an inflict, Like everybody's gonna be able or trying to do the same things at the same time. So I think that's gonna cause like some type of some type of issue. You know, I mean, like the all the nightclubs is gonna be ridiculously packed when they open yeah, back up. Yeah, you know, people are gonna like capitalize on everybody being able to do certain things that they weren't, you know, able to do for the last twelve months. You know, so I don't know. I think it's gonna be a weird. I don't know, man. I think it's gonna be discouraging at first to go out. You know, like you know, the beginning of the year, like going to the gym. How it's like yeah. every time I go to this damn machine, like it's you know, I think it's gonna be like that for a while. A line of motherfuckers. I got you. Yeah. What about you? Man? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I guess the the vaccine and the in the, the the infection numbers dropping, you know, brings a bit of hope. You know, I just want to get back to the way shit was, man. You know, you you put it so eloquently, like we're just trying to fight back to what we used to do. <laughs> it's like it's like God damn, it's like we're 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 trying we're striving to get back to 2019. <laughs> <laughs> But fuck it. I mean, we are, you know, and I, I can't wait till it gets back to that. And, you know, I was just, I was talking to my girl about it the other day, man. It was just tired. You're tired of the isolation, you know, you know, not being able to go to just get up and go someplace, you know, to, you got to put on a mask, make sure you're staying away from people. It's just, they're, they're trying to give it a, a sense of normalcy, but it's never going to be the same or feel normal until, you know, it is in my eyes, at least normal where, you know, you can just have a bunch of people in a room and, and not worry about, you know, fucking bringing down the global economy so i guess where 2020 ended versus where 2021 is beginning i mean i would say slightly better you know it started off felt like a fucking sequel but things kind of you know leveled off a little bit but shit got crazy in texas so i don't know man call it even fuck it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean it's i mean i don't want to say it's worse just it's you know trending just horribly but i think it's just you still i still it's still like pieces of 2020 still around, you know? So it's, it's I don't mean, I honestly don't think we're ever going to go back to like, just not wearing masks and just being a hundred percent like comfortable just being in large groups. Cause even, I mean, maybe, maybe not for many years at least. 
So you don't think we'll get to the point for, let's say, five years where we aren't required to wear masks to go into a store? I don't know about that, but I think it'll be at least five years before it'll be weird for someone to wear a mask. Like, you know, somebody walks in with a mask and it's like, oh, what is this weird you doing? You know, ah, was, you know, before, you know, everything happened. Mm, I got you. Do you think you'll ever kind of do you think you'll go out maskless or will it take a, like quite some time for you to get to that point? <sighs> you know, that meme that Bobby Schmurter when he had his hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's your face right now. Man, I told myself, man, like once I get the vaccine and, you know, everybody around, you know, you know, people who I would, you know, get close with. Like as soon as they everybody gets the vaccine, man, I really want to go on a cruise because it's like that's one vacation where it's like, I don't know, man. It's still, it's like the best vacation, but it's like been completely like removed during this time, you know. Like you can still travel, you can go places, get on a plane and all that, but there's no way I'm, nobody's getting on a cruise ship. Oh hell no! You get stuck out in sea. Yeah, you get stuck out in sea. You can be around a whole bunch of people that you know you could contaminate yourself. It's just a whole bunch of different things that man. It's like I'm never doing that. So it's like I. Just being able to think about, wow, oh, man, a cruise might be nice. That's dope, you know. So yeah, yeah, it's like I don't know, man. It's all weird still. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, fucking whatever, whatever. I guess I don't know, man. What is we? We are close to a year now since Vegas went into lockdown. It was like March, right? Like the middle of March. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, seems so fucking long ago. You think? <laughs> I think so, man. I, I think this being like not being able to do the normal shit, you know, gets, gets wears on the motherfucker. It seems like it seems like it's been longer than a year. I tell you that. Yo, what would have? What would be the new currency? Like, imagine, you know, just money, just cash was just completely removed. What do you think the next currency would be? Like, what would be valuable? Um, you mean like beyond Bitcoin? Yeah, like nothing electronic. Just remove that. Like what? What could be like the new? Or I, mean, I guess you could still say electronics, but it's not cryptocurrency. Mm, toilet paper. Toilet paper. <laughs> you saw how, you saw how crazy shit got fucking two years ago. Let toilet paper start dwindling. Let, let toilet paper resources start dwindling, bro. You gonna see riots in the fucking streets? Yeah, it's horrible. Like you ever drop one of the little the rolls into the toilet? Oh, he's ruined the whole roll. <laughs> <laughs> trying to like put it up by the window. You know? <laughs> now, I used to be like, I'm just gonna take up all the wet part. I'm like, man, this, this is the whole fucking roll. <laughs> like expands. Like, God, damn, yeah, it's fucking fucking awful, man. <laughs> like this deep, huh? <laughs> Guess that's why we should put the toilet paper on the toilet paper roll holder, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, you know, sometimes you fumble it, man. <laughs> Those be the worst. No, I never put it on the holder, bro. I never put my shit on the toilet really? roll holder. No, I just put it on the back of the toilet. Yeah, yeah. That's the worst spot. <laughs> <laughs> you close the lid, man. Gotta keep your feng shui straight. You put the lid down, you don't have the you know the toilet open and all the other shit. Sometimes so you try to like go with the lights closed, like the lights off. I mean, and you like try to act like you know your spot or whatever. Oh, fumbling shit. shit. You, know, oh, you know, pissing in the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i don't know uh, that's crazy man i think it's time for something else though i think I mean, what do you think though you, i mean so you know you, you pose the question i don't know i think was, I, don't, I don't have no clue i was watching or not watching but i was reading about uh that movie in time um that one with uh what was his name denzel washington no 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 it might not be it might not be in time. no it is in time with uh what's his name 
um, I think it was NSYNC, Justin Timberlake. Oh, oh yeah, Time, uh, wrist, yeah. All that stuff, or whatever. I'm like, that was a pretty dope concept, but yeah, like if it's time you have before you die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like people who are like, you know, the people who have money, they would walk crazy slow. But the people who are like, you know, like broke and the time was running out, they would be running around. So you could tell like who was, you know, their financial status or whatever because you know by the way they moved. You know, yeah, like different shit too. <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking like, man, I, I don't know, man. I think money is dope, but I think eventually it's going to be like something different. I guess it would be cryptocurrency. That's the easy, the next thing, I guess. I mean, but it's just money in a, with a different name. You know, it, it's the same shit. You know, it's just, I mean, cryptocurrency is even more made up. At least with money, you have actual piece of paper, you know, or a coin. Cryptocurrency, it's just like fucking some code somewhere. Yeah. Shit, that'd be horrible. You put all your money into crypto somehow, and then that shit just drops. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear about the dude who accidentally threw out like $70,000 or some shit? But he he like he accidentally accidentally threw out his key fob or that that had his little passcode on it for the cryptocurrency. It was like seventy thousand or some shit. Maybe you know, I don't know, maybe more than that. Uh, but like shit like that, like he has no recourse, no way to get it back. It's just fuck. I lost I lost a, a USB drive. Now I lost seventy thousand yeah. dollars. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what about that other guy, man? Who has like uh, I think it was like hundreds of millions, or at least it was something crazy, like multiple millions. Um, but he forgot his password. I guess he bought it like Bitcoin early on and um, had forgot about it. He tried to like get back into that account, but he, I guess he forgot his password. And same shit. I get, I think he has like 10 tries or whatever the article said. He's at eight. And he was like, I'm cool with just like waiting a while until I, you know, try to. <laughs> I only got two left. <laughs> Dude, that shit gonna lock up. Have you ever been like, you know, uh, sleep or somewhere and like, oh shit, now I remember the password? Like, it's yeah. over, bro. Like after that third time, if you don't know the password, you don't know it. Like, <laughs> Are you, like, you, know, you better re- send an email to yourself, reset the fucking password. <laughs> yeah, man. You use one of those like main like password vault joints, like LastPass, or you know where there's one password but it controls everything, creates passwords and all that shit. Yeah, I, I mean, I have something like that. Um, I forgot the. I think it is. I think it might be Vault. Some Vault. Some. I don't know. Some shit. Um, and not just that, and then I have my password saved in my fucking phone, which is a godsend. Yeah, yeah. You know? a, I go, I refer back to that all the time, man. To log into stuff like on the hell computer. yeah, That's hell yeah. Do do you do like the one password thing, or you got a bunch of crazy ass fucking passwords? Um, are you? You mean do I like let the phone choose for me, or do I choose my own? No, nah, who the fuck let the what's psycho let the phone choose for him? You see those passwords? It's yeah, just like twenty five digits. <laughs> it's super secure. Like if it's an app that I know I'm never gonna like use on a computer, I let the phone do it. Like you know, do whatever. Uh, um, I guess that makes sense. Something where I use like both. I try to, yeah, I, I mix it up. What, what do you mean one pass? What do you mean? You know, no, no. You, you know that shit. Like someone like, all right, I'm gonna use the same password for all my business shit. I'm gonna use this password for all my social media shit. I'm gonna use you know this password for all my coupon shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you do that or do you have a different password for each account? Nah, each account different shit. Uh, like a like a great difference, or well, I, I don't know if you can put your security shit on yeah, the internet like that. that. <laughs> Just pick the next number. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah, no, no. I don't know. Mix it up. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, so you know, I, I started the podcast off with the the famous "I am a revolutionary" line from Fred Hampton. You know, a prominent member of the Black Panther Party. The reason why I brought it up is because what was it last week? HBO started streaming Judas and the and the Black Messiah. Uh, a movie about the last year, Fred Hampton's life, starring our boy Daniel Kaluuya, 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 my bad, um, from Get Out. 
and Lakeith Stanfield. Um, should you know him, ATL? He was in Get Out as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they, they uh, definitely, I think, took it up a notch um, in this this biopic. Uh, have you seen the movie, Amari? Yeah, I checked it out. All right, all right. What do you think about it? Um, I think it was it was explained well, uh, but it's a similar the stories. You know, even if you don't know that this specific story, like you, it's something familiar, you know, to you. What do you mean? Um, I mean, you can. I mean, what I mean, what other options? You know, I mean, it was just a common story. Like you expect this to happen, and I, you know, you visualize the way someone, you know, just the whole situation. Man, it was very familiar to the Malcolm X story. It was familiar to oh, I see what you're saying all the situations. But it was a good, like, it was a good representation of like that situation. Though it was, I liked it. Uh, did you know anything about the, um, the the story of you know William O'Neill infiltrating the Panthers and in that before the movie? I heard a little bit about that, but I didn't know this was, you know, the names and all that stuff or whatever, but I wasn't, yeah, I didn't know much about him, but I heard about that story. Okay. 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 So you like it? Yeah. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. You know, I, it, I honestly, I enjoyed it more so than I thought I would. Um, I think uh, Daniel Kalua, he did a fantastic job. Fred Hampton, you know, um, he kind of, he matches cadence, you know, how he talked kind of, you know, quick uh, bursts, uh, of speech and words so you know that's how fred um it was a speaking style and you know some of the fucking speeches i was like the motherfucker like pulled me in i was like oh shit you know and it was funny because i'm watching the movie and it always made me go back to samuel jackson um when he found out that daniel kaluyo was uh, uh british and he was kind of complaining about it. he's like you know what's a british motherfucker know about the struggle that black folks you know went through here in america and then he comes back a few years later you know five or so plays Fred Hampton in, in, in a Black Panther, you know, movie. It was, it's just interesting, you know. He, I don't know if anyone else could have did a better job than, than Daniel did, you know, outside of, the, of course, the heavy hitter. So, I mean, I enjoyed the performances more so than the the actual story. You know, I kind of knew the story. I, I knew where it was going. I think they could have told it better. You know, they they t- in the beginning, they touched on, you know, how the, the, the Black Panthers were giving back to the community and, and, you know, they weren't just fucking militia that the media was making them out to be. Um, but I think it eventually, you know, it, it, it kind of lost its way a little bit. Um, particularly when Fred Hampton went to jail, there's a point in the movie where, you know, he goes up to jail for stealing ice cream or some shit, some bogus bullshit. And the movie kind of, you know, sits there for a little bit, but overall, you know, start to finish, I enjoyed it. I'd recommend it to people. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think it's going to win any fucking, you know, Academy Awards outside of maybe, you know, performance, performance wise, but you know, I don't think it's like a movie of the year contender. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I enjoyed it, man. It was just, it was just very familiar. But it was, it's nice seeing like familiar faces playing different roles and really showing their, like, talents. You know, because like the last year, man, it's been like the movie scene has been kind of, kind of bleak. It's been like very, very, you know, you might get something special here and there or whatever. But just seeing like the, the usuals, you know, it's been like a little absent. But this movie like had a lot of familiar faces, so I like, I like that. That was pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying like you know you had Lakeith playing. Fucking Will O'Neill. You know what ended up happening to Will O'Neill? No. Nah. Motherfucker ended up killing himself, man. Oh, committing suicide? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the... Um, huh? He couldn't handle it. Dude, that's... I mean... All right, all right. I mean, I hope you... If y'all listen to this, you didn't see the fucking movie. So you know what happened. You know, Will O'Neill uh, ends up getting popped by the by the police for you know, attempted Grand Theft Auto. And he ended up... Instead of doing, you know, I think five years in the federal penitentiary for impersonating an officer and another two in this, you know, in, in the state correctional for the, for the, the car theft, he d- agrees to be an informant 
for the FBI in the Black Panther Party to help the FBI get closer to the Black Panther Party. Um, do you think any of this was exaggerated? Do, do you think that or do you think that the federal government had a concerted effort to bring down you know, groups like the Black Panther Party? Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't put it. I, I wouldn't be surprised either way. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not. It's hard to say, like, every time, you know, this situation happens, this is what happens. But it's 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 easy to believe it and it's easy to understand it. And you know, I don't know. Either way, I don't know. I'm not quite okay. sure. All right. Um, let me ask you this, because I kind of felt this when I was watching the movie. Do you have let me how do I put this? I don't know. Black issue fatigue. That's probably not the right word or the right <laughs> phrase. Um, fuck it. Let's say that black issue fatigue. You know, what I mean, because it seems like we've been, you know, getting this kind of wave of films for a while. Then, of course, you had the shit that's going on, you know, with the with the uh, the, the the cop killings and, and, and all that. And it just felt like they were just kind of riding. The, the zeitgeist, whatever is the hot shit right now, let's make a movie that we know is like guaranteed to be a hit. And that kind of turned me off a little bit. Am I tripping? Am I looking too deep into this shit? Man, I used to be that way too, but I started thinking about it and it's like to put on a movie like this, you have to employ different black actors. So you got to support support it either way, you know? Like you have to like go out and do something because this, you know, it's, it's, this is their art, you know? And then yeah. also it's like, I don't think every movie, like just because we're familiar with certain things, that doesn't mean everyone is. So I think they, if you have like a, a real earning, you know, if you really feel that you need to get the word out and, and inform people about different situations, you have to do it in different ways. You know, you can't just have everybody just watch, you know, Spike Lee's represent representation of Malcolm X, you know, you have to like, you know, put different sauce on it, you know? So I think these yeah. type of movies just have to continue to come out. And I think we just have to support. You I, you know, I was tired of the slave movies, the old, you know. All yeah, yeah. But it's like, <laughs> you have to, like, dress it up so people are aware, you know, and just understand and try not to have those things happen again. So, I don't know. I mean, I think, we're, I think we're at least past the slave movies. We haven't had a slave movie in shit since, what, 12 years of slave? No, nah, I think it's been more since then. Right? No? Oh, no, you're right. You're right. That fucking Free Jones State or some shit with Matthew McConaughey. But, you know, oh, I feel I'm, I'm like that a little bit, man. I'm not going like I wasn't honestly, man. I wasn't excited to see this movie, man. But I knew I had to support. It. You know, I needed. I knew I needed to at least watch it. You know, but I wasn't like excited when it first came out. It was released on HBO, but it was one of those things where I knew I was going to, you know, eventually watch it. That's how I felt too. I felt like I have to watch it, but I wasn't excited to watch it. You know, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know if I want to be reminded about the fucking struggle. You know, do I want that even in my in my leisure time? You know, if I'm if I'm being like super busy, super hectic over you know professional fucking world, and I come to relax and I relax, I put on a, a movie about black people getting mistreated. Like, is that fucking you know relaxing? I I, I don't know, man. Like, and I felt kind of like shit, kind of like a shame. Like I should be all about this, but I'm, I'm really not. You know, I was just kind of like, oh fuck, a black pan a black panther movie. It's like, ah, uh, uh, well, I got some decent actors in it. All right, let me check it out. Let me check it out. You know, um, it's a popular movie. You know, a lot of people liked it. You know, a lot of great reviews. Think of like a 96 or some shit on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, that's the end all be all for, for movies, right? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's getting, you know, received well. And you know, I'm glad people like it. Yeah, I, I hope you know, everyone's involved gets a fucking career boost. Well, we'll see, though. There should be a guide of like emotions and movies that match, you know, when you should watch the movies with those emotions. You should be able to like put in some type of 
survey and the movie should just be able to kick. I guess that's the algorithm or whatever, but I think it should be yeah. the movie, the actual movie that's released. It should tell you when you should watch the movie, you know, so, so you, you're aware so you, you're in that right mind state to like really receive it. So you want your streaming device to be able to read your emotions to see if you're ready to watch a particular type of movie. No, no, no. The actual like creator of the movie, the producers. Oh, like watch this movie. If you want to be mad at white people. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. what type of disclaimers do you want on there, buddy? This is just—I don't know. I think they have. They should be able to tell you when you should be able to watch, or when they prefer you to watch this movie. I think that would be dope, just to be able to see when they, you know, just another stat to measure. Uh, I see what you're saying. Like, don't put this on while you're cleaning. It's something like that, man. I don't know. I'm just coming up with stuff on the fly, man. I got you. I got you. Um, I mean, shit. So you talking about fucking, you know, federal government funded assassination of prominent black leaders? You hear about the developments in the Malcolm X murder investigation? Nope, not yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so a um, I guess an ex New York City Police Department undercover officer. A gentleman by the name of Raymond Woods wrote a letter on his deathbed, essentially confessing, you know, and and, and I guess blowing the fucking doors open on the whole plot to assassinate Malcolm X. So his bosses assigned him with the task to get two of Malcolm X's prominent security guards arrested prior to the day that, you know, Malcolm was assassinated. Why do they want these two gentlemen gone? So that they it will allow the, you know, um, Malcolm's assassinators to more easily get into the fucking building with the guns and all this extra shit. And I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Like when I was in college and shit, you know, you, you hearing these black revolutionaries with the koofies on, they telling you about how the FBI and the CIA and the federal government have conspired to bring down the black man. I'm like, you know, there's no way that could possibly be true. Like there's, there's no way that fucking CIA will be sitting in a room somewhere trying to figure out how to stop, you know, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X from speaking. Like, I didn't think that. And then I saw this fucking letter that this dude wrote. And I'm like, holy shit. These crazy ass conspiracy theorists actually may have some fucking may have some points. Like this, like this shit is it's is, is crazy to me. Like, I take it that this news isn't as shocking to you. And I, I want to know why. But it's wild as fuck to me that the fucking FBI and the state police department would work together to try to take down, uh, you know, a, a, a civil rights leader. Like it's fucking bananas. I guess I'm just naive, yeah? I mean, I don't know. Why do you, why are you surprised? So I would think, you know, back in this time, it was kind of like, you know, yeah, black people, they're inferior. You know, we aren't too concerned with them. I, I would think that the, the majority of white America at that point, of course, you have the hatred and shit towards, towards the black people. But I would imagine the people, you know, in the government positions, the federal positions would, would just be like, look, we ain't fucking worried about them. They can't do shit. They can't get out of their own way. I was floored and shocked that it's like all right we need to work together to stop this shit from happening so you have a concerted effort right to hold down a, a group of people right a concerted effort to hold down a group of people and then these motherfuckers turn around and talk about why y'all need reparations that's just ridiculous that happened you don't need reparations for slavery that was over 400 years ago well not this fucking malcolm x assassination <laughs> shit that shit was in the last fucking century like it's 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 fucking bananas, man. Like, I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I guess uh, I, I guess they fooled me. They got me. Shit. The white man got me. It made me think that, you know, all the black people who were who were claiming that the federal government was doing this shit, which they were just fucking crazy. When in actuality, the federal government is actually taking steps to, to 
hold down the entire fucking race of people. Like, that shit is nuts. Like, I get individual states and individual districts with senators and mayors and governors. That makes sense. But to me, for the federal government to care this much, like, that shit's fucking wild. That shit's wild as hell. I mean, I guess. <laughs> it's like, that's like a principal in a school. Like, I don't like this group of fucking kids. I'll make sure they fail. Right? It's like, it's like, it's absurd. It's absurd to think. But that's exactly what the fuck happened here. I don't know, man. I don't I think know. That's like, all, I think that statement that you made is all related. Like, the teaching. What do you mean? The teaching and all the, what you, what you're scheduled to learn and all that. It's all connected. Like, it's all about power and control and. I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't be I'm not surprised at any of that. No, not at all. I can imagine, like, once you once you gain a certain type of power, man, you get all type of radar. You're in everybody's radar. Like, you're you're everybody's looking at you. The good side, the bad side, whatever you perceive those to be. Like, you're you're a, a target now. So, imagine if somebody is trying to like, you know, silence what? a particular person or a particular group, and then this guy's just getting more popular, more popular. Yeah, of course, everybody's gonna take you know, take action on it. I, I think that's normal, right? You think that's normal? I think it's normal to, like when somebody's getting so large where, where they're just uncontrollable, like you thought you had supreme power, you were able to like, you know, this is my state, this is my district, this is my county. And then somebody's getting like bigger numbers than you when they, you know, have rallies and, and they're able to, like you know, you could tell, like if you're in control of something, you could tell when things are changing. And I think Malcolm X was that type of figure that changed whatever he was involved in and people, you know, took notice. Hmm. Yeah, man. Shit. Obviously you're right. Viewed him as so much of a threat that they fucking conspired to assassinate him. It's just, just, just fucking that. And then I guess that couple like the Fred Hampton movie, like it, it's just as wild as hell, man. Like it's, it's uh, I would say taught it in school. <laughs> I'll tell you that more people need to know about this shit. What, what you know? that going to history? It should. Would it? Shit, that teacher be fired immediately. Yeah, all time. Dude, could you imagine your, your U.S. history teacher's like, all right, I'm going to teach you about the uh, assassination of Fred Hampton? Like, <laughs> 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 like that shit, fuck, man. Wild as hell. Wild you, as hell. Do you remember, like, your teachers, like, in grade school? I remember a couple of them. I remember my second grade teacher, Miss Newman, because her breath was fucking awful. <laughs> Bro, like, her breath, oh, my God, she had to be... I don't know, 60 pushing 70, but her breath, dude, it's like she was fucking like, it was either she had a couple of bad teeth or she was dying. Like it was one of the two, man, but I've never smelled breath like, and I remember that shit distinctly. <laughs> fucking Miss Newman. Was that 20 Ooh. years ago? Dude, hold on, hold on, buddy. I ain't that fucking old. Let me, hold on, let me do some math. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh shit, but no, I remember second grade teacher. Uh fuck. I remember like my middle school English teacher, Mr. Leticia. That motherfucker, he used to always play like 70s rock during class. And he was like a fucking stickler, man. Like he had a hall of, sh- of shame or some shit. So when you made you made a silly grammatical error, he made you rewrite that shit like fucking twelve hundred times and he posted on the board. Um and then my my like my uh, high school algebra teacher, Mr. Gary. I mean, that's about it as far as, like, you know, fucking one through 12. What about you? No. Not one? You had not one teacher that touched you? I mean, you know, not in a, not in a weird way. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I remember a couple. Like, I remember Mr. Dorje, uh, just because he uh, he had, like, extremely long and blonde hair, um, but he was a, a Buddhist, you know? So that oh, was, okay. Like, that was uh, 
different formula or whatever. But not like one that like really, really like child man changed my life or whatever. No, not really. I know it was like a, a collection of, you know, different situations, you know, picked up things here and there, but not one that I like stayed after class and like, oh I mean, I just gotta stay with them or they, you know, checked in on me or no, 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 no. Oh no, I ain't had that either. I just had ones that kind of stood out. Yeah. I, I don't word, think man. you say what? I, I don't think I had any teacher like change my life. Like I don't have that fucking story. Yeah. I think that's important, man. That's crazy. Is it? Yeah. I mean, Why is that important? I think teacher well not I'm saying that's important if you have that, if that happens. Because then early on you're able to like, you know, if you're the one inspiring, you're able to like, you know, point somebody in the right direction. And if you're you have a connection, you're able to like lead them correctly, you know, instead of just trying to like, you know, have role models that might not be on the right path or whatever. Mm. Up along the way. I, I think that I, maybe not teacher, but just someone, you know, older, a mentor. Yeah, but man, like it's somebody like at a young age? Uh I think after twelve, yeah. I think it starts getting important at twelve. Twelve, thirteen. Mm. I, I mean I'll say I think it's probably a little important a little bit earlier, maybe like nine or ten. Um, but I, I feel what you're saying, like twelve, thirteen, that's when you go into those those like real formative years. I don't know, man, because kids are hard to fucking talk to. Like, think about 15-year-old Amari. You know, if you had a mentor, would you listen to him? <sighs> yeah, exactly. I, think I, would. I think I would, yeah. Because, I mean, I listen to, like, my uncles, grandparents, dad, all that. Yeah. So, yeah, people who I respected, as long as I had, like, a, a rapport and I respected them, yeah. Hmm. I guess you're better than the most, man. Like, not to the point where... Like everything they said was like just perfect, but you know, like if you could tell, like when people are just like they just care for you, you know, like certain people they just do things just out of love, you know. And I respected that. Like I saw that early on, so I respected that or whatever. But not just like random people, not <laughs> not just some dude is assigned to teach you some shit. Nah, nah I'm straight. <laughs> uh, hey, you, you catching any more of the uh, of the league NBA? Uh no nah, man, I ain't been watching sports. No, I saw okay. that one dunk. What was the old boy? Uh, he dunked on oh, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, 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 I saw that dunk. That was ridiculous. I mean, everybody saw that shit. That shit was all over the fucking world. I think that's dunk of the year. I'm calling it now, dude. That might be dunk of the last ten years, motherfucker. Dunk of the decade. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I was asking because the, the 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 Nets, you know, they they looking pretty good lately. <laughs> looking pretty good lately. Uh, you know, winning this a couple games against some some you know high level opponents, Lakers, Clippers. Um, shit, they beat the Warriors. So I don't know, man. They, they're making my uh, my second round exit prediction look look a little fucking silly. I was just wondering if you've seen it, if you had any comments on it. Nah, man, they're going to the finals for sure. I think it's already written. Like, who's going to beat them? 76ers? Maybe have a shot? Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, every year the 76ers are supposed to be that team, man. And it's, it's they always end tragically. <laughs> that the the uh the rumor is this this is the last year right if they don't you know make a conference finals or make a legit run at a, at the NBA finals then they're gonna break any motherfuckers up so we'll see what happens. You still think uh, the Lakers got it easily? Nah, not without AD. It ain't gonna be easy, bro. Like that <laughs> ain't shit gonna be easy. Uh, it's not gonna be as hard as the bubble, but it ain't gonna be fucking easy. And they need AD back, man. You know he's still supposed to be dealing with this fucking Achilles shit and. I don't know. I, I I was hoping Brian could go out in his career with a three-peat. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it might be that one and dunner in L.A. You don't think he's going to win it this year? I don't know, man. Not, not, with a hurt AD, not without AD. He's not winning championship without AD. So, I mean, AD's only out for what, a month? 
Yeah, yeah, but it's one of those. Like, I'm just expecting his fucking Achilles to pop. It's like, oh, he got calf tightness. That's the same shit they said with Kevin Durant. Damn. Yeah, same, same shit. Like, fuck that. Like, and then it was like he had Achilles tendonitis. I'm like, mm, that shit doesn't sound right. Yeah, man, that's crazy, man. Like, it's it. That must be like, I think Brian's had the worst, like, like teammates, like injury wise. Like, he's had the worst luck as a superstar. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can see that. I can't think of another person who's gone through as many injuries with teammates as he has. The first finals against the Warriors when everybody was hurt. Everybody was hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, that's, that's true. It, it, it's weird. You know, with Bron, it always seems like every finals he wins, it's always like, how the fuck? Except his last one is Miami. All the other ones, it was like, how the fuck did he pull this off? You know, it always felt like he was the fucking underdog. You know, it's just, it's interesting. It's like nothing's easy for him. Have you been seeing um, LaMelo? Yeah, man, motherfucker balling out, bro. You called that one. You said he was the most talented of the three. Yeah, yo, I like the way I, that. Like, where's uh, where's the father at, man? Levar, I don't know. Michael Jordan probably told him to sit his ass down some damn where. I think this is time to like shine at this point, man. He has two, like, just to have one son in the NBA, man. I think you should, you know, get your get your glory or whatever. But if you have two and they balling out, they both were damn near rookie of the year, you know, candidates or whatever. I don't know why he isn't like he should be coming out with something. He must have like something in the works, like something huge with like a brand or something. They told him, like you said, just to be quiet or whatever. Because I, that's fantastic. You think so? I, th- I think he's like fucking job done. Honestly, you think I so? mean he did all. Yeah, he did all the fucking boasting and bloviating like when they were coming out, right? When, when they were going into the draft and all the other shit. You know, after Lonzo got into the league, he wasn't really you know talking like he was talking before. You know, it partly could have been because Lonzo wasn't, you know, killing it like everyone thought he would. And also, I think part of it was in the fact that, like, look, this motherfucker's in the league. He's playing. He's solidified. Like, he's going to be a legitimate NBA player. He's going to have, like, a fucking 12, 15-year career. And, you know, he's going to call it a day. You know, it's something you want, right? Like, once you win, you don't keep, you know, talking shit and celebrating. You, know, you, you just fucking enjoy the victory. That's, that's what I think he's doing right now. Yeah, that's true. He could be doing that. I hope not, though. I hope he's doing something huge. I think it's like what? What would you like to see him do? Uh, create something. I don't know, man. You have two sons, man. I think his. I think Baller Brand was just too early. I think now if he came out with something, I think, and they both were involved in it. I think it would be the perfect time. But before all this, before you having two sons in the league, before the middle, all that, yeah, I think it was just too early. But now I think it's time to probably really push it. Especially if he wins Rookie of the Year, then he got a shot. Who else? I mean, it's, it's kind of early, but you know, you got Wiseman, Edwards. I mean, they all three of them balling really. Well, I mean, maybe not so much Wiseman, but <laughs> two of the three balling. Yeah, Rookie of the Year be dope though, man. I mean, I like Melo. You know, I you know I want to see him do. I, oh, sorry, love Melo. There's only there's only, there's only one mellow. Uh, you know, I want to see him do well. You know, um, what's going on with fucking Leangelo though, bro? He's still in the G League. <laughs> I just want to bring that back up because you were singing his praises not too long ago. Yeah, I'm rooting for him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's in my thoughts and prayers. <laughs> he doesn't pick it up. Man. <laughs> uh. 
Dude, man, when, when that motherfucker got zero run in a preseason, in a fucking preseason game with the Pistons, like, nah, he's never going to play. Like, he's never going to fucking play. And shortly thereafter, he got cut. But the fucked up thing is his dad knew, too. Early on, yeah. Hell yeah. He got a celebration in quick as fuck. Oh, he's on a contract? All right, let me get this tweet out now. <laughs> Before they realize what the fuck they just did. If you could start over right now, man, what would you, like, pursue? If you knew you were going to make it in one sport, what would it be? If I knew I can pick the sport? You had a good 10-year run or whatever you wanted to do. Not superstar because, I, you know, financially, I would probably choose baseball. I think that's an easy choice. But, mm-hmm. like, a nice 10-year career, and you're going to be, like, a, a star. Hall of Famer? Yeah, Hall of Famer. Not first ballot. Ooh, not first ballot? <laughs> it's going to take some time. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be old as fuck, your Hall of Fame speech. Ten-year <laughs> uh, career. So I ain't got to worry about shit. I'm just, you know, play my sport, and then I'm done, and, you know, I can do fucking announcing or whatever. Yep. Ooh, shit. Um, bum, 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 bum. Base, uh, basketball. I think I go with basketball. Still basketball. I think I go with basketball. You know, ten year running basketball. It's decent, and I ain't gonna worry about you know not being able to remember how to tie my shoe. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I wish yeah. I learned a little bit more about tennis. Why? What, what you need to know? You you hit the ball over the net. Nah, you play. Have you played tennis before? Like actually played tennis or played tennis on Dreamcast? <laughs> yeah, we tennis. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that should count. Uh, no, no I, I've never played tennis with a racket in my hand, though. No. Yeah, it's a different sport, man. It's different. Dude, like, it's, that running back and forth, that shit crazy. No, no, not even just hitting the ball. Like, that's a advanced, like going back and forth. <laughs> 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 I mean, just being able to hit, like, like volley, like go back and forth, that's a skill. That shit is like, <laughs> that shit is different, man. You So you played tennis before? Yeah, hella times. You never, hella- tried, you never went out and, like, just... Got a tennis ball and some rackets and went out there and just hit the ball. Where, bro? At, at the fucking country club? No, bro. I, don't, I haven't gone out and got some tennis rackets and some ball. What the fuck kind of life you think I lived when I was a child? What? Tennis courts and parks? What the fuck? Yeah. Who the fuck got all the stuff you need? I'd have seen the court before. I just didn't have the shit I need to play on it. No, no, like, no. You got to bring your own net. You got to. Sorry, I didn't say that. You got to. <laughs> you have to bring your own tennis net. <laughs> You know, you know, you go to the beach and get the volleyball net. You got to bring it in. The yeah, yeah, bring ball. your own shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I lay a tennis court, man. Like it's, 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 it's a crazy thing because you don't have like the precision. It's like you play table tennis, right? Yeah, yeah, I've done that before. Imagine that, but like a hundred times worse, a hundred times harder. <laughs> like not even trying to hit it all with your fours, man. Just trying to keep the ball in play. That shit is like. I don't know, man. It takes a different type. of so when I see like Serena and all these different people, I'm um, bringing up tennis, man, because it was just the I believe the Australian Open and uh, mm-hmm. Naomi won it all or whatever. But just to being able to keep it and like in play is like amazing. You're excited the first time it happens. Like, oh yeah, I can do it. <laughs> oh yeah, I can do it. Huh? Holy shit! I didn't know that. So you pick tennis for your ten year run? Yeah, tennis. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Definitely tennis because you can market yourself more, and it's an individual sport. You said what? What they got to do anything? The individual sport. I'm saying if you have a ten year run, it's not like you're not the best or whatever. But if you can, like, you have more. You know, yeah, you can market yourself better in tennis. I think because it's just you out there. So if you're decent, you 
you know, you could, I think you could pivot and do other things because people know your name rather than just being a, a decent player on like an amazing team. They know the team, the year or whatever, but they might not know you. I mean, you, you could do the same thing as a, as a basketball player, I think, or a member of a team, you know, I think the only one is to be kind of hard be football, but every other major sport, you could do that. So shit with social media nowadays. Shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Social media, you probably could. Yeah, yeah, you could you could definitely do that. But fucking tennis, huh? I did not pick tennis. I did not pin you for tennis. Bowling, bowling is dope. Now you want a ten year run in bowling? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Before we get off of uh, tennis shit, so is it over for your girl Serena? As you alluded to, you know, Osaka, you know, fucking ran through her ass in the Aussie finals. Uh, I don't think it's over for her, but I think Noemi has her. Has her numbers or whatever. I, it's hard, man, because I, uh, I'm i sure Noemi like grew up like idolizing Serena. So when she's playing Serena, she probably knows the moves and the, the, you know, the tendencies. And she's probably crazy excited. So I think I think she just has Serena. She's she's a good uh, obviously she's a good player. She won the whole thing or whatever. But I think as long as Noemi is around, Serena's going to have problems. I think it's, I think it's over for her, man. Over like she no, nah, she she's still I mean, she can story st- like other people. Yeah, yeah, she can still compete, but I. If I'm Serena, what's the fuck's the point? Like, if I'm not in contention to win the championship, I'm I'm just here to you know advance to the middle rounds and call it a day. Fuck that, you know. I, I would imagine money's not an object unless she just really, really loves tennis. I, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe I'm different. I feel like if I played at the highest level and I can no longer play at that level, I don't want to get out. You know, it's like fuck it. I can't do this. I can't do it anymore like I used to do it. Let me just you know fade to the background. And I think she's at that point. You know, she teared up at the the, the post match. Um, press conference when they asked her about retirement and it has to be you know looming i mean shit what is she like mid 30s late 30s now yeah late 30s i think she yeah. has one more grand slam and had a record so i think that's her motivation. uh that's what she's fucking trying shooting for yeah the last thing i think she's tied for first now but i think she wants it all by herself uh it's gonna be hard man it's gonna be hard because no amy is she ain't going anywhere bro who wins the great who who wins the the uh, champion i guess serena has more opportunities because I think there's four grand slams a year. Um, but it's going to be hard. Who's going to win their next championship, her or Brian? Who has a better chance of winning one? Who's going to win the next like championship? You know, Between the two? Between the two, yeah. Oh, shit. Serena has, <laughs> has four a year, I think. Mm. So you're talking about grand slam championships versus NBA championships? Yep. Because I think they both AD. have the same amount of time left in their careers. Mm, you get a healthy AD, Brian, easily. But I think as long as no, the, uh, Osaka's playing, I, I don't see how Serena gets past her, bro. Honestly. Yeah, I think they had a good run, man. If they stop both, like her and Venus stop now, man, I wouldn't. I think they'll still go down as two of the best. Serena. Oh, absolutely. Easy. Easy. I think Venus is up there, too. Shit, Serena in that goat goat conversation. Super you know, she's no Tom Brady, but she's in the conversation. What? Again? <laughs> I'm just saying, we don't know if Serena can catch. <laughs> so Tom Brady is the top two quarterback of all time. That's it. Who? Top two? Oh, okay, man. Who's who's number one then, Amari? I don't know. Could be Joe Montana. So, Could be Steve so you, got, you got unknown dude ahead of Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Play, player 99. <laughs> You're fucking asshole. Anyone except him. <laughs> the fuck out of here, man. Oh, shit. 
Speaking of assholes, yo, you see what's going on with your boy uh, Kim? Uh, Kim. <laughs> your boy Kim. Your boy Kanye West and Kim Kardashian? The divorce? Yeah, man. Yeah, I think we all saw it coming. Calling it quits. You know, six years, they had a good run. Longer than I thought. I thought it was going to be like a three-year joint. So, you know, good for them. But they got four kids, and they all got weird names. What's it? North, Saint, Psalm, and fuck. What's the other one? Butter? West. West. <laughs> West, North. Um, I forgot about West. Um, I mean, West. Yeah, West, North, Psalm, Saint. Yeah. Anyway, so Kim Kardashian files for a divorce, and you know, you know the fucking insiders and and rumor mill starts buzzing when this shit happens, right? So apparently, what it was was the marriage hit a turning point when Kanye said that whole slavery was a choice thing, which I didn't think he was a hundred percent wrong. I want to put that out there, okay? I see where the man was coming from. You know, I think he was kind of vilified for that. I know we disagree on that, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> and then it was the point of no return when. Kim had that rally and where that presidential rally and where the fuck he was at. He talked about how he's trying to pressure Kim to have an abortion. And Kim said no. And she stood up and she was like, this motherfucker brought the kids into it. I got to get out of this. So they're, they're coming to an end. You know, she's only asking for uh, not only asking for, but she's asking for joint physical and, and legal custody of the children, which is cool. You know, I hope it's a, an amicable divorce. And, um, you know, I I just hope well, both sides are fine. I'm low key worried about Kanye's you know mental health at this point, but they've been living apart for a while, so I, I mean I don't know. It's kind of weird you know, because they're like regular ass people, but them getting divorced, them breaking up is fucking national news, right? All over CNN, CNN. And yeah, yeah, fucking BBC, everybody's fucking Al Jazeera, everybody's covering this shit, right? A breakup. This shit's so fucking crazy, and I'm just looking at it like. That shit must suck, man. Like, it must suck to be fucking Kanye West and Kim Kardashian right now. It's like, I, I can't even break up with somebody in peace. Why like, it's fucking it? awful. Huh? I think that shit, that shit suck. Look, look, would I trade it to get that, that lifestyle 100% in a heartbeat? You know, you could ask me two seconds ago. You know, same fucking answer. But it still must suck. Like, because one, you're dealing with the emotion of all this shit, right? So, you know, the family's getting ripped apart. You, you this this person that you thought you'd be with forever, you, you know, you no longer want to be with. So there's a lot of fucking emotions going on there. And on top of everything, every time you go outside of your house, you, people are photographing you, asking if you dating someone else, and and it's like you just can't have this this like that piece to just be sad about a fucking relationship coming to an end, healing and getting over it. Right? It's everything that happens is going to be in the media. You go to yoga with somebody. Oh, it's just fucking Kanye West's new flame. It's just Kim Kardashian's new boo. Blah blah blah. Like it's just fucking awful. That shit sucks. It has to suck. Do you think it ever changes? No, it's, it's going to get worse. If anything, just privacy is just out the window. Out the fucking window, especially when you're you know, you know a billionaire because of your image, right? Because of the people loving you. It's, it's not like you design something that motherfuckers buy. No, it's like people love you. You know, n- nothing else, right? You don't really bring anything to, to to the market other than you. You know, your word, your personality, you know, the shit that your day-to-day live in. So, I mean, I, I, I get it, but it still must be fucking awful. Yeah, man. I think I think they had a good run, man. I know it's – I never expected them to, like, last – like you said, man, like three years. I expected about three three to five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who, who's a better couple, Kim and Kanye or Whitney and Bobby? What? This is a legitimate question. Um, uh, I, if you go talent wise, Whitney and Bobby for sure. Ah, I ain't talking about talent. I'm talking about couples. 
<laughs> I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about, we talking about couples, bro. Who's a better couple, Whitney and Bobby or Kenye? You got to tell me what do you mean? Like what are what like what are the factors? I want whatever you want, whatever you think makes a better couple. <laughs> like influence, like you know, fucking, I don't, I don't know, appeal. Whatever you want, bro. If someone was like, "All right, Amari, you got to pick one couple: Kim and Kanye or Whitney and Bobby." I'm still going with Whitney and Bobby. I think they were more ah, iconic. why I'm still going more iconic. Um, I think they were individually they were larger than both of Kim and Kanye at the time. I think they were both really. A higher status. Kim doesn't do much. Kanye is is known, and I think just recently he's gotten to that upper echelon level where he's, you know, in the league of Whitney Houston's and the you know those other type of entertainers. But I think when they first got together, I don't think he was there yet. He was up there, but I, huh. think, I don't think he eclipses Bobby or Whitney. You don't think you don't think he was more successful than Bobby Brown when he married Kim Kardashian? <sighs> At the time, no, I don't think so. No, if we're talking about career wise, no, I don't think so. Huh, that's interesting. Financially, yeah, but I think Bobby Brown had, like, Kanye had hits, but I think at that point we were already, I guess it depends on when you cut off Bobby Brown's life or whatever, because he was already, at that point, he was already, you know, we had already seen everything. I think he had a more iconic, or he's having a more iconic, I don't know. I, the more I talk about it, man, I kind of, Switch sides. <laughs> Stop so talking through. Like, oh, yeah, wait so a minute. It depends on what you measure it all. Like, if you're talking about financially success, um, just career success. Career success. I'm going with Bobby Brown over Kanye West. Over Kanye West. Six years ago, yeah, for sure. Wow. Huh. Name three Bobby Brown hits. Well, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, drop the signal. Drop the signal. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, exactly. No, he still had a more. I can't. Like he's he's done musically. He's done. I think just the same amount of, of like hits as, as Kanye West. Oh, okay. Name three Bobby Brown hits. It was before my time. I know. I oh, know, get the fuck out of here, I, man. Bill Russell play, but I know he was great. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it, bro. That's why. You think it's Kanye West and Kim Kardashian? Easy. Why? Kim, okay, first of all, Kim Kardashian has a billion-dollar industry, like, empire, right? The whole keeping up with Kardashians, the fucking um, makeup shit she got on, the countless, you know, endorsements and all that. What has Kim Card? what talent does Kim Kardashian have? Nothing. Hey, oh, thank you. Right, so what? whatever she's doing... Which, hey, hold on, hold on, listen to me. Whatever she's doing is fucking like something that everyone else is trying to do but can't. Whitney Houston was a fantastic singer, right? I'm sure she worked at it and, and got better, but part of that shit is just fucking just natural. You you born with some of it, you know. You ain't no fucking music teacher in the world or, or singing coach in the world can get you to sound like Whitney Houston, or otherwise there'd be a thousand Whitney Houstons out there. But what Kim Kardashian did is she built this billion dollar industry from absolutely fucking zero talent. Right. She don't even look the same as she did, you know, fucking 18, 20 years ago. And on top of that, Whitney Houston blew it all. Bro. She she blew fucking everything. Right. She she had the world. She was fucking America's sweetheart. Got into 
a fucking relationship with with a no good motherfucker and end up just fucking up her whole career, overdosing, passing out, drowning in a bathtub. Kim, last I checked, Kim Kardashian was still alive, and last I checked, Kim Kardashian was fluctuating between uh, a billionaire and hundred millionaire. So of the two. <laughs> I'm taking fucking Kim Kardashian. And then when you look at Bobby Brown versus Kanye West, there's not a fucking, it's not even a fucking competition. Bobby Brown had, I think, my prerogative. And I'm going to need somebody really old to tell me another fucking Bobby Brown hit, bro. Like, it was just, and his claim, his fucking claim to fame is bringing down Whitney Houston's career. So you got just like a, a no good, you know, parasitic dude that ended up killing fucking America's sweetheart through his bad habits that he, that rubbed off on her. Compare that to fucking Kanye West. Like, can you give me three Kanye West hits? Probably. Yeah, ex- ex- exactly. Right. You give me fucking countless Kanye West hits. If Kanye West dropped the album tomorrow, that's the first thing you're going to fucking do. You're like, oh, let me hear this album real quick. You're going to download it. Whatever the fuck you got to do to make sure that you get his music into your ears. If Bobby Brown dropped the album tomorrow, when you get into it, bro? Yeah, nah, but I think grew up times, man. I think Kim Kardashian hit social media and she had the the ability to like grow her empire digitally. Like Whitney Houston, like was before all that, I, and I don't think she was like even concerned about being that type of being in the limelight like that. So I think I don't know. I, I, it's hard for me to look over the talent. It's hard for me to like choose Kim. I know they had you know financial like success and you know they've done different things, changed markets, help people and all that or whatever. But if we just going off talent. Um, it's, it's Bobby and Whitney for sure. I don't, I don't see how you can choose if if you remove money from the if you remove money from the equation. It's hard for Kanye West and Kim Kardashian to win any any stat. You don't think one Kanye West is worth one Whitney Houston and one Bobby Brown? At least what? <laughs> what I'm saying is, do you think Kanye West's talent equal is equal or greater than? Bobby uh, Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston's collective talent. No, nah, hell no. Nah. I think he really. Have, I think he might have Bobby a little bit, but I think if you add Whitney, a little bit, I think it blows everything out the way, out the water. Dude, what? <laughs> Whitney Houston. If we're talking about talent, I don't. I don't understand how you are disagreeing with me right now. <laughs> oh, I'm unreasonable. Is that what you're telling me, Amari? You just told me Kim Kardashian has no talents. And is a billionaire, which is a talent. He talks to a mic. That's what Whitney Houston does. Nah, she sings. Like, everybody (laughs) understands, like, she's born with it. I don't know, it's different. I might not be explaining it the right way, but if we're talking about talent, there's no no comparison. So I'm definitely choosing Bobby Whitney, 100%. And they have, like, iconic... I- iconic like situation they've made like series outside of, or because of their life their marriage all this other stuff or whatever people around now it's, it's i think it's bobby and whitney for sure so what does whitney houston's overdose how does that play into this what do you mean how, how does it play into your evaluation of who's the better couple i think it stops whitney houston from being a billionaire dude you, do you remember whitney houston was like shortly before her death yeah do you think that's someone who would have been a billionaire had she kept living I think if she let's been, be honest, maybe not billionaire, but I think she would have been she would have been up there. I think a lot of other people wouldn't have had the careers that they had if Whitney was still putting out hits, putting out songs. Because, you know, singing, you've been singing for 50 years. And I think like Whitney's voice, I think it would have just I think it would have continued just to be great. 
So, yeah, I don't know. I think she would have been up there. I think she would have been able to perform and drop singles, albums, all this other stuff as long as she wanted to and get both sides, like get the younger and the older crowd. Like imagine mm-hmm. a Whitney, imagine a Whitney Houston song with Kanye West. You're not listening to that? You're not, you're not playing that at all? Oh, I'm playing that, but you know why I'm playing it. Kanye West. Exactly. I want to hear what kind of beat he gave Whitney Houston. Duh. You want to cut it off and Whitney start singing? Probably. <laughs> like a little baby and Drake. <laughs> Dude, I never got to the second half of that song. I ain't get to the second half of that song for like two years. <laughs> I don't know, man, but go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Yo, I don't know how you can get caught <laughs> leaving your state when it's at its worst time. On the family vacation. <laughs> Tell me about your boy Teddy Cruz, man. Yeah, Texas. Okay, all right. Catch the people up for the for the uninitiated. All right, man. I'll try to. Ted Cruz. He's the senator, a senator of Texas. He was caught um, leaving Texas during these rolling blackouts during you know um, a water short. I think they were had to like boil water because they had contaminants in it and all different things. It wasn't safe. Um, yeah. He left his state to go on a family trip to Cancun. Yep. <laughs> and then try to throw his daughter on the bus. She forgot that part. Yeah. <laughs> just, hey, man, it's my daughter's idea. I didn't want to go down here. <laughs> yeah, man, he's a piece of shit. Are you surprised? No, nah, not at all, man. Dude, it's fucking awful, man. Like, it's these are the people who the people have selected to rule, essentially rule. I mean, it is, you know, call it what it is, you know, make decisions on on behalf, you know, of the people who were fucking freezing their asses off in 36 degree weather down in Texas. Like, (laughs) he he didn't even send any kind of help or anything. This motherfucker was like, whoa, it's cold out here. I need to to take my ass to Mexico. Like, that that was his first thought, bro. His first fucking thought. Where is it warm and close? Oh, fuck, I'm going to Mexico. Like, what the fuck? Dude, that shit is crazy. And to think that he's so fucking thick skull that he thought he could fucking go through the airport and get to Cancun and no one would notice that the senator of fucking Texas is leaving Texas at the time when the fucking state needs him the most. Like, this shit's so fucking disgusting. But the worst part about all this is, is when re-election time comes back around, more than likely he'll be fucking put right back into that seat because apparently the American people never learn shit. Like, if if this doesn't tell you that that guy doesn't give two fucks about his constituency or you know, the people in the fucking Texas or around the, America, I don't know what will. You know, he didn't, didn't. And then when he come when he came back from fucking Cancun, he starts posting pictures of himself handing out water bottles and shaking hands with fucking people. Like, that somehow makes things better. Like, oh, see, I'm not in Cancun anymore. Like, this dude is fucking awful. Like, awful. I wonder who falls for those pictures. You know, giving out water, doing, like, great community service or whatever, when you're really not invested at all in that. I wonder who falls for those. Like, oh, man, okay, this is this is, oh, yeah, this is is great. This is what he does. This is, like, who, who really falls for that, man? The, the same people who still wear Make America Great Again hats. Those are the fucking people who fall for that shit. Like, oh, yeah, see, the, the fucking liberal media is making him a... He's in Texas. Look, they don't know what they're talking about. He probably was never in Cancun. Like, it's just so fucking ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. And I, I said it before, and, you know, it didn't go over well, but I'll say it again. Like, I understand why, 
why some people was like, yo, we need to make people take tests before they start voting for shit. Like, like I, like I'm starting to understand it. I'm starting, I'm starting to as, as more and more time passes by, you know, not on some racist shit, but on some. We need to make sure people are more informed about fucking policies and the people that are voting for. Because this shit is goddamn ridiculous, man. But you know his ass can be reelected. He, no one's gonna remember this shit. Like it's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. You know that's why I hate this whole political party shit. This fucking red gang, blue gang shit. Like, I, I think it's designed to pull the fucking country apart and then ensure that you have assholes in office be simply because they got the right colors on. Like if that if it, there were there were no political parties and he was just you know Senator Ted Cruz going on a trip to fucking Cancun, that the state of Texas would revolt. Right, give us somebody else. Give us someone you know who actually cares about us. Blah 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 blah. You know, but because he's a Republican, and when it's him against a fucking Democrat, what are they going to do? They're going to vote down the fucking party lines, and it's just fucking. It's awful. It's, you, it's awful. Anyway, go ahead. You think they'll ever remove political parties? No, they won't. It's too much money involved in it, but they should. You know, they they should. It's stupid. Am, am I missing something? You know, should should we have political parties? What, what's you know what's the point of them? Yeah, what's, what does it matter? Yeah, no, I don't I don't agree with them. And then, I, I just no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I think it also like I think it limits you too because then you have to like support the group. You have to, you know, just follow the leader. You know, and it's it's you can't kind of think outside the box. Like, what what happened if you do have other like type of thoughts and views on things? It's, you're gonna lose the whole party and lose votes and all this stuff. So I think that figures in and like weighs on your decision. So yeah, I think it's all weird. Yeah, man. If you got different thoughts and all that shit, you just can't tell anybody. Got to hold him in. But what happened if you like want to make changes to help or support a particular thing, but it's against your party's like vision? You know, you can't uh, support that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are these are easy questions, Amar. Give me give me a hard one. <laughs> it's it's good for the American people, but bad for your party. Well, can't support it. <laughs> the fuck? Like it's so stupid, man. It's it's. I don't. Know, I just get disheartened when I say like, why is the fucking the majority of Americans falling for this shit? You know, are we that, you know, fucking uninformed that we don't see this? You know, do they count on the fact that we only pay attention every four years to politics? Like, oh, shit, what's, you know, who's going to be the new president? Oh, all right, I guess I should go out and vote now. You know, let's put some, let's get some rappers put on vote shirts and make sure everyone goes out. And then after the general election, you know, for the presidency, then we don't give a fuck anymore. It's the next four years when we're so upset about whoever's in office. It's such a stupid ass, fucking vicious, ridiculous cycle. You know, we're always looking to the president to, to fix our lives as opposed to like looking at our lives and, and turning around, looking at the people who are supposed to be representing us. You know, we talked about this shit before, you know, your fucking your your local county representative, you know, your state legislators. You know, people don't know about the motherfuckers like and those are the ones making the decisions for your lives. Right. You got these are the people who make decisions whether or not you get a, a, a street light in your neighborhood. Like that's the shit you should be worried about. You know, they don't, they don't give a fuck about that. And they just. Oh, immigration, yeah, that's real bad. Uh, make sure y'all build that wall. We need tens of millions of dollars for that. You know, meanwhile, motherfucker barking in your back window, stealing your TV. It's just, I don't know, bro. It's The whole system is fucking, I don't even know how you fix it at this point. It's out of control. Yeah, you have to, like, create something brand new. Trying to, like, reform and do different things, man, I don't think it'll work. I think it's... Like crypto parties? You said what? Like crypto parties? What do you mean? Explain. Uh, I don't know. You know, like, you got cryptocurrency, you get crypto parties. Where you know where you, I don't know. You got like fucking, I don't know. I don't know how this shit would work. I just kind of came up with the name because it sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> Crypto parties. <laughs> Probably buy that. Let me see. Is that website available? 
<laughs> GoDaddy.com. Uh, I don't fucking know. Shit, Kanye ran over the goddamn birthday party. All right, shit, you can make it up. Hey, go, go buy the website. See how much it costs. Shit, if it's available, probably eight bucks. <laughs> shit, probably less than that. <laughs> Yo, you, you know anything that's going on with the folks in Texas? You know, how's the, uh, the fucking storm and all that shit? No, nah, not at all, man. Oh, man. You don't care about them either. No, nah, I mean, I looked up stuff like, uh, you know, online and everything, but I don't know any, like, I haven't talked to anybody, like, who's been through it, you know? I guess. You don't have any folks down there? Like family? No. Nah. Nah. Oh, okay. No, nah, I mean, I don't have family down there. I have a couple of friends. Um, you know, it's bad. You know, still fucking rolling power. I, they, they said they were getting power back to a lot of people, but there's still a lot of folks down there apparently without it and, you know, fucking animals and shit dying out there. It's crazy, man. It's They just weren't prepared for it to be really cold. This shit is so crazy. Like, <laughs> the, fucking, the, the fucking state government. It's like, ah, I don't get that cold in Texas. We don't have to worry about that shit. And then here we are. Did you find it? You find the website? No, I'm still trying to look it up. I'm trying to like. Oh, it finally loaded. All right. Um, crypto, crypto party. Yeah, crypto, crypto party, crypto parties, whatever. Dot com. See what we get. Internet slow shit. Nah, hell no, it's a list of site. What you what you got that 150, bro? <laughs> nah, it should be registered in 2012. Damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Yo, how the business is going, man? I forgot, I forgot to ask. Oh, uh, it's going all right, man. Going all right, man. Just trying to look up and do different things, man. It's like it's hard because you try to learn about different things and you're like pulled in different directions and you end up not really making any ground on any, you know. So I'm trying to like just figure out really, you know, what I want to go into or learn about and, you know, experiment. Just doing the regular shit is cool, but everything I've been doing is straight. But, you know, you get bored with shit and try to do something different. I'm at that phase to, you know, trying to. You're not doing the car shit anymore? No, I still am. That's still going, but it's pretty much like if I hire somebody to like package shit, you know, and just mail stuff off and like respond, like I would do it, but it's not like consistent. Like the orders aren't consistent, but it's to the point now, like it's, I wake up, I see some or throughout the day, I see one or two, three, four or whatever, and just hand knock it out or whatever. It's not, you know, it's not something I'm going to like do forever, you know? So whatever I can grab now is cool, but you know, I'm trying to transition this to like other stuff. But it's all passive. It's not all, no, I still work, but it's just like autopilot, you know, like I have the, the, you know, everything set up where all I got to do is like the, the hardest part is packaging everything, like putting the package together, testing it out and mailing it out. Everything else is pretty, pretty much automated. You said testing it. I'm sorry. What, what do you mean? Like just making sure everything works, make sure like uh, checks and all that stuff or whatever, making sure everything is, is set correctly and turns on and, you know, whatever I'm selling or giving away or whatever. Okay. Okay. So you trying to you look because what you not get not getting the return on it that you hoped? No, nah, it's just I think it's like everything is like kind of connected. It's like once you learn one thing, you can see where it applies, or I've seen where it like applies into different things. Like lately, I've been looking up um, like uh, wholesale real estate, like you know wholesaling. Okay. Um, and it's like pretty much just getting a contract, finding a good deal, getting a contract on it, and then selling a the contract to somebody else at a higher price. And getting the difference, you know, taking the difference or whatever. And it's like, you know, it's, it's 
pretty much the same thing as buying something online and just, you know, creating a brand and selling it for more, you know? So yeah, returns are much more. So just trying to get into like different shit like that. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. So, I mean, how many do you, how many things you got? Like how many irons in the fire do you have going? Uh, I'm trying to get to the point where they're all connected. Just like we were talking about like Kim Kardashian not having like any real talents, but her her life is her business. And I think that's kind of dope. Being able to like damn near write everything off because you can attach it to something else. You know, like, oh, this is the reason yeah. why, this is the car, this is under the business. This is, you know, so I think that's that. So I'm trying to like do different things and like bring them all together, but probably like probably like three different things, man. Three different things. I want to get into the wholesaling. I think that's gonna probably be like the main thing because it's it's you also create like a connect, you know, connections in different areas. And once you, you know, just, just, it's all about networking. And I, I know I haven't done that as much as I should have, like in the last mm-hmm. few years or whatever, but that's a way to like, you know, quickly develop a relationship with different people. You know, it's different methods and different things you can do different ways to like have people not work for you, but like reach out to you, you know, like if I'm yeah. talking to a real estate agent, like, Hey man, anytime, you know, you find something, a good deal, you know, I'll give you an additional 2% of the commission or whatever. So they're going to be reaching out to you when they find something great, you know? So it's just different things, man. But that's a connection right there, you know, a connection, yeah. a way to network because then they can connect you to the buyer. They can connect you to somebody else and, you know, get into that. What do you think about that whole, you know, when you're doing the side shit or the side business, it has to be like a passion project, right? It's something you're super passionate about. Are you a believer in that? Or you think like it could be whatever the fuck anything as long as it's helping you, you know, work towards a particular goal? I think it depends on how strong your goal is. Like if you need like immediate returns, you probably have to do something you're passionate in because if, if, wait, wait, I said that the wrong way. If you're, if you're trying to, if you're looking for like quick, like a quick result, I think it would have to be something that I think, let me say, man, let me say, how, how would I say that? I think it's important, but I think once you see the returns on whatever, I think that becomes your passion. If your passion is to be successful. You know, you mm. work and it was not working. If you don't, if you if something is your passion, you're not even worried about the financial side of where you shouldn't be because that's going to take forever. And you should just like doing it. But if you talk, trying to really like see growth, I think whatever works is eventually going to become the thing that you like strive to be great in. Uh, I say, I guess the passion kind of it changes then, huh? Yeah. Why? What do you think? Huh? I, I don't know, man, because I feel like you have to have it's something has to bring you back to it. Right. Because at the end of the day, I'm talking about like a side project. So, you know, you, you do your, your your nine to five, whatever the fuck you depend on to pay everything. You know, you, you deal with your life's obligations, you know, paying bills, meetings, fucking, you know, renewing licenses, whatever it is. So and what you're doing is you're sacrificing your leisure time to work on this on the side. I think there has to be. There has to be a reason for it, right? It can't just be, oh, it'd be nice to have some some extra money. Like it, it has to be some life changing type shit in order for you to put the necessary work in. Uh, so I, I think there has to be something to draw you in. And I think you're you kind of hit the nail on the head. Is like if your passion is to be successful, it doesn't matter what the fuck it is. You know, if your passion is to be a fucking paint a painter, you know, or you know, an artist or some shit, then that that's all you would do. And you should be getting some kind of joy out of it right there'd be some kind of fulfillment because chances are you you ain't gonna get fucking paid off of it you know and if you're trying to change your lifestyle if you're trying to you know the whole fire your boss thing that that was a you know big thing a few years back 
then it, it, it kind of has to be more geared towards success. You know, I, I guess you kind of look at the, the the high arc and, you know, the ultimate goals, right? Like you just want to have fun or do you want to, you know, get into, get to a place where you, you can make you know, every decision in your life, right? You're not dependent on someone writing you a check. You know, you're not dependent on hours at a fucking, at a diner or, or you know, whatever it is. And then you can kind of do all the fun things. So, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a believer in follow your passion and you'll be successful. I don't think that's just a fucking thing. You know, I think you can be successful and then you can kind of dick around with your passions, right? Because no one was getting Kanye West to, to design clothes when he, you know, he was living in Chicago in his mom's basement, right? It was, it was all the, the music shit, right? The music shit allowed him to do the fashion and other things that he was kind of passionate about. So I, I think you got to find something you're really good at, get so good at it. that It allows you to branch off and do other shit, you know, but that whole, Follow your passion, and you know you'll be ultimately fulfilled. Fuck that! I don't believe, I don't buy it. I think, yeah, man. I think it's. I think it depends on what you're trying to get into. Because if you follow your passion, that's going to force you to be good at it. It's going to force you to do more research and and just learn more about the craft. So if you don't have, like, I don't know. I think it's so many different ways to to monetize your talents and your skills or or what you want to do. I think it just all depends, man. I think anybody can do anything and be great at it, but I think is you just have to figure it out. I think you have to find it. And then I think once you find it, I think the success will probably draw you to it, even if you didn't care about it at the beginning. But success changes, changes you, right? Because you, you, I mean, you're the, the one where you said everyone's first album is usually their best album because they've been, this is 20 years, how many years of them trying to get shit out. And, you know, this is finally their avenue to do it. And then after that, it's just them trying to, you know, chase that dragon or, or be successful again. You know, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Like how many people, you know, oh, I, you know, I want to play in the NFL or the NBA because, you know, I really like basketball, right? It's, I like basketball, but I can make a shit ton of money. You know, if NBA salaries are like 40000 a year, you know, will we have a Steph and LeBron playing, right? Like, or would they be doing something else where they can make more money? You know, I, I, I always look at it that way. <laughs> you know, it's a fucking NBA player. Yeah, fo- follow your passions. Follow my passion. You got me here to the NBA. It's like, well, yeah, but it's the fucking NBA. Like the, the lifestyle the NBA affords you, you can't get in very many other fields. You know, if that was, like I said, $40,000 a year, would y'all motherfuckers be there? I don't think so. At least not all of them. Yeah, definitely not all of them. Yeah, definitely not all of them. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think, I think you can see the passion. If, if somebody's able to like create and, and support their lifestyle with their passion, I think it comes out more. I think you can tell that this person is really like dedicated to this, whatever the art is. Mm, kind of like Tom Brady. Come on, man. <laughs> what? I'm just saying, you know, 20 years in, bro, still going strong. I think he's just like, I think he likes winning. I think he's seen that he's good at this and he's like, I might as well keep doing it. Like, I don't think he really cares. Like, I think he can do, like, if he got great at something else, I don't think football would be that important to him. But I think just football worked out for him and he's like, had exceptional luck. In the sport. <laughs> oh, this one. Exceptional luck. Holy shit. <laughs> maybe he's just good, bro. Maybe maybe he's just really good at his job. Nah, he's good, but like, what, how many has he won? Seven? Seven. More than, one more than Jordan. You got to be lucky. You got to be lucky. <laughs> Was Jordan lucky? You can't, you can't say Jordan because Jordan played both sides of the ball. Oh, like, here Tom we go. Brady played half the game. Half here we go. Game. Yeah. Okay. You can't compare him to anybody uh, uh, except another quarterback. What about a soccer goalie? Nah. 
<laughs> Can't compare him to soccer goalie. Soccer goalie only plays half the game, right? Defense. Nah, I think defense is more important than offense. Really? How, how do you win? I think you can score defensively if we're talking about but, football. But you still got to score, right? Uh, when a when a defensive player scores, are they an offensive player? No, no, no. But you, you still got to score. That's the offense's whole job. So the, come on, man. You can't say the defense is more important than offense. They're equally important. I'm just talking about football. I think having a, a, a strong defensive team is more important than having a, a, a firehouse, just a, a, an amazing offensive team. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Honestly. You know, the whole added, the old adage, defense wins championships. I mean, it depends how dominant the defense is. Both are important because you can have a dominant-ass defense, but your offense ain't doing shit. And, you know, unless your defense is scoring fucking points, it doesn't matter. It all it takes is a field goal and you lose. Yeah. Yo, my, I think my mic, my audio is like tripping out of yours. No, nah, it's just shit going in and out. It's like going in and out, yeah, and like little computer sounds. Oh, no, that's just you. I should be tripping the whole time. Whatever, that's man. no work good. Through work through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shit, man. That's all I got. You got anything else? No, that was it, man. All right, cool, cool. cool. I know. I know shit. Well, it's ten thirty, bro. I know you gotta get up in the morning. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> where Where can they find you? Find me at uh, Safari the Q S A F A R E T H E Q U E. All right. Um, Instagram, uh, Mister Westbrook three M R dot Westbrook the number three. Uh, of course, Wolf Tickets Podcast at Gmail dot com. We are. Fucking out. Pow, pow. Mm.